Hi everybody, welcome to a new episode of Chronic But Iconic. This week we are discussing fibromyalgia with Sandy from Sydney. She, I can't believe she's joining me all the way from over there and it's really, really great. Um, I mean, she's so, so positive. She's amazing and I know that you're going to get so much inspiration and, imp- and empowerment from the way that she sees her chronic illness because it really, really is great. So I'm so, so excited to have her on this week and I really, really hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, lovely. Hi, Sophie. How are you? How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Thank you for being on today. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank no, you for giving thank- this um, great opportunity to share my story. Of course. Yeah, it's great to have you on. And of course, you're all the way from Sydney. So working out the time difference and everything has been hard work. But I'm, I'm glad that we can make it work. Yes, <laughs> finally, I know. Yeah, to work this out, so it's been it's been really good. Yes. So, welcome to Chronic but Iconic. And as I've just explained, it's amazing to have you on today. But if you'd just like to sort of introduce yourself, uh, give everybody a little bit of information into your backstory and sort of every, like the journey that you've been on, because you've been on quite a journey. Yeah. So, um. So I um, have a chronic illness called fibromyalgia. Yeah. And um, so it started for me uh, about four years ago, actually. Okay. Five years soon, um, coming, yeah. I guess, 2020. Gosh. And, uh, yeah, so it's been a while, I guess. Um, yeah. It just, uh, yeah, it's been a roller coaster. Yeah. Um, but a very interesting one, I, would, I must say. Yeah, um, of Yeah, so, yeah, it's not been the, I guess, the easiest ride, but, uh, you know, that one thing uh, I definitely have learned a lot, I think, from this, um, you know, having this chronic illness has been able to really teach me a lot about myself. Yes, definitely, yeah. definitely. And I think we have to gain so much strength that we didn't realize we had. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, because I always knew that, like, um, you know, I was always a positive yes. person. Um, but, uh, you know, I think this really like, it makes you really look deep and, uh, really helps you, you know, find strength in yourself. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you do, of course go, um, you know, you do have your up and down. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, it always, uh, you know, good to see like, uh, you know, there's a lot of people suffering out there in the world and, um. You know, um, you still feel connected to everyone. Yes. And, um, you know, you see the world in, um, I guess, a different light after you you actually get a, a chronic illness mm-hmm. or illness, you know. And, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. So you get to definitely see the world in a different um, different light and perspective. Yeah. And that, uh, you know, there is a lot of people being sick. And um, I don't think I used to notice as much right. um, when I wasn't... Um, yeah, when I was really healthy, like, yeah. you know, um, you know, pay as much attention, I think. Yeah, because you, you're, you're um, too busy, but... like, living life and you, you so, you know, a lot of people with chronic illnesses are quite driven people. So I think we're always focused yeah, on our yeah. goals and our dreams that often we didn't take time to actually just be grateful for the smaller things. And I think when you become yeah, poorly, yeah. it really makes you think differently about the world in general you know you you value your family a lot more you value your friends 
and you value life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more. I definitely must say that because I'm. I remember, um, you know, four years ago, like I think I saw life in a different way, and uh, the way success, you know, meant to yeah. me. Um, was definitely different and now it's like and you know I think I did take my health for granted of course of course Uh, yeah but yeah but after this experience it has definitely taught me to like you know my health um you know I feel blessed um to be healthier you know when I really feel healthy like I just it gives you like a better uh you know boost in life and just um having more of a positive feel about it yeah and uh, yeah, so every day becomes like a you know you you actually become very grateful for each yes, day. Yes, definitely. That, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, and I I know yeah. that you were just explaining what a sort of long road it's been in terms of years. But how were you first diagnosed, or what sort of came about to get you diagnosed? Because I know how difficult it is. Yes. Um. Yeah. So for me, um, you know, it started. Um. You know, I would start. Um, getting sick and um, yeah. I would feel like really stiff in the morning um, like I could just not really wake up because um, right. I used to wake up you know pretty early like six in the morning I guess yeah. or I could wake up earlier um, but you know things changed for me like I was not able to sleep at night right. um, you know I could yeah I could not fall asleep probably like three four in the morning yeah, uh, yeah and I would get just lingering headaches oh, and and I'll have, yeah, and lots of, uh, you know, body aches and uh, feeling dizzy yeah. and uh, feeling really tired as well because I, I was pretty, um, you know, quite an energetic person, I would say. Yeah. And uh, you know, have, had like, um, like a, you know, full-on job that I did at the time. Um, but all that kind of changed, you know, once um, I just started getting, feeling sick. Right. And... Uh, yeah, it, it just, I knew that, uh, you know, something was yes. right. Like, I could just feel it. Um, but, you know, um, I would go to the doctors and, uh, you know, I went to a lot of doctors and they would just say. You're fine. At times that it was just a flu. Yeah, like, because I guess they couldn't see anything yeah. uh, wrong physically or, you know, mentally or anything like that. And, um, yeah, so they would just say, oh, you've got a flu and you'll feel better, you know, in a few months. And right. um, I guess, you know, that kept happening. Yeah. Um, and I would go back again and the same thing would happen. So I'd just come back thinking I had a flu. Right. Um, yeah. And um, so after, I, yeah, it was a, it took a while because I then, you know, um, I think uh, about a year or so, then um, I started seeing like specialists as well because my headaches were just not really um, getting better. Yeah. No, there was no improvement and yeah. just everything I think started, yeah. uh, my health just kept, deteriorating as well yeah and uh so then I actually quit my job um to really focus on my health and um you know started seeing all these specialists mm-hmm. and the specialists mm-hmm. kept saying that oh look you're you're you know they like we can't really see much and um they thought oh maybe it's you know it was all in my head or something like that right and, um I did yeah so and I did go see one of the doctors and uh, one of the specialists and they just said I told them you know because I was doing my own research a lot yeah. uh, and I actually thought I had fibromyalgia when I did all my you know research yeah. and I thought all the symptoms yeah. seemed to actually match so I told the doctor um, I think I've got fibromyalgia and uh, the doctor actually said oh look um, 
I think you're too young to have it. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, even though I wasn't, you know, I wouldn't say I was so young, yeah. but, um, you know, in I don't think in Australia it's as, you know, well-known compared to some maybe other countries like, you know, UK or America. Right. I think it's more, uh, yeah, the illness is a bit more known and people yeah. are a bit more aware about it. Um, yeah, so um, I guess after over a year and, uh, you know, things were just not getting better. And um, so my mom um, suggested because her family, when they used to get sick with, uh, you know, any kind of illness or they had trouble also getting diagnosis with certain things. And uh, my mom's mom, so my grandma actually went to this hospital yeah. um, for a diagnosis for her cancer. Uh, oh, and I can do that yeah so um so my mom was like look you know um you know there's nothing for you to lose yeah um and you know go to India um because right. that's where the hospital was gosh yeah so <laughs> yeah so it, it was quite a I guess a journey I must say definitely and, and that, that's uh, yeah. one heck of a trip to take you know when you're not feeling is, very well is. travel is quite overwhelming no. It is, it is. And, um, you know, I just thought, oh, look, uh, you know, I have to do yes. something because um, it was like it was over a year and, um, you know, I just wanted things to, I guess, change and get back into my, you know, normal life and um, not being constantly sick because, you know, you don't feel great about yourself. or No. Um, yeah. Of course. You, so It does get you down very quickly and it's quite surprising how quickly you do get down and, and sort of overwhelmed with it all yeah it was pretty overwhelming and um, I think because of the whole experience I had of uh, being sick all the time um, I think I also you know uh, developed like anxiety and things like that and getting more overwhelmed than um, usual right um, yeah so I guess uh, my trip to India was um, you know at the hospital was called um, CMC hospital in Velour which is like south part of India right and um, yeah, so that's where I went um, and uh, you know spoke to one of the departments who sort of looked after that uh, section yeah. of the fibromyalgia and all that kind of thing so I you know sort of made an appointment there with a the specialist doctor mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, gave her all my backstory. Had, I had taken all my, you know, blood tests and all the MRI and all the tests I had also done in Australia just so, to speed up the process. Yes. And, um, yeah, so I guess after about a month of doing all the tests and um, with fibromyalgia, there isn't really, a, you know, a way of finding out exactly what you yes. have. So they do more a process of elimination. Okay. So they sort of test you for all these other illnesses and uh, sort of eliminate that you don't have that and then sort of com- come to a conclusion with all the symptoms that I had as well. Right. Um, yeah, so sort of like excluding all the things that I don't have and then c- sort of come to that conclusion. Yeah. And, yeah, so finally I, after about a month in India, um, I managed to get a diagnosis. <laughs> wow. So did you feel like they yes. were so much more accepting over there and a bit more willing to help rather than being sort of faced with ignorance or told that you're crazy? Did you feel more at ease, even though it would be such a trip to get there? And I can imagine the stress and anxiety, but did you feel that it was definitely worthwhile? You felt more accepted. You felt like you were being listened yes. to. Yes, yes. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it was just um, I just felt because like you know they would really I guess listen to you yeah. more, and um, it wasn't like a rushed um, you know um process with doctors. Like they gave you plenty of time just to sort of go through what you're going through, and um, you know you yeah you have more definitely more of the acceptance. I would definitely say that. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. really great. And I think um, yeah, and I think over there like they they might have come across. Uh, more people with fibromyalgia as well okay um yeah yeah yeah. so I think uh, that's the other thing I would say as well I think having more being more aware of the illness that exists oh definitely definitely what were your sort of main symptoms that you were battling with before diagnosis and kind of what symptoms do you get day to day now yeah so um Back uh, when I was getting first the diagnosis, like I would have the headaches, yeah. um, the body aches, uh-huh. um, you know, and not being able to wake up. Uh, and even if I slept like long hours, like 10 hours or more, you still feel like uh, you haven't slept enough. Yes. Like, so you, yeah, so you just feel really, you know, tired and exhausted. Um, I would also get a lot of dry eyes and um, itchiness, like skin getting all itchy. Right and um, dizziness and I guess not being able to sleep like that was one of the I think one of the big problems too I had um, uh, at the beginning Uh, but now things have you know settled a Mm -hmm. bit and um, so I don't really get the whole dry eye right Uh, itchiness has definitely gone a lot better yeah that's great Uh, and I'm able to um, yeah I'm able to sleep a lot better as well like I get more rested sleep right yeah um, and of course I you know my body aches are still there yeah, my of headaches are still there yeah but um I think I've definitely learned to better manage that's it I th- um because I, yeah, yeah I think it's like adapting yeah. to the situation and I think when you yeah. kind of have a diagnosis it's it's kind of tragic because obviously nobody wants to be going through a chronic illness but at the same time it kind of it's like yeah. right now I know what it is now I can manage it better I can deal with the pain I know yeah. why the pain's there and your mindset changes and the power of the mind is just insane isn't it so once you sort of change oh, yeah. that yeah. you can really really deal with it a lot better yeah 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 I think uh when you say the power of the mind um I think that really resonates with me yeah. and um you know because this is a physical illness of course like you know with all the pains and yes. the thing but I think um if you've got the right attitude towards it yeah. And it might not be for everyone, I guess, because, um, you know, everyone experiences their symptoms and uh, illnesses differently. But um, for me, I think, you know, being able to have that positive mindset. Right. And, um, yeah, just having that, you know, uh, being grateful for what I have, even though I do have, you know, fibromyalgia and I do have a chronic illness. Like, I still see that, oh, look, my life is still better than some other people out there. So, right. um yeah, so I think you just have to have, you know, that uh, you just need to look life in a better way and accept what you yes. have. And uh, I think when you, you know, have that acceptance as well. So you don't have a, you know, you don't have guilt. You don't have anger. Um, you're, you know, more um, able to help yourself as well. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And sort of what is helping you now with your symptoms in terms of treatment wise? Are you on a treatment plan or have you decided to maybe change up your diet or go with like the natural route? What what what's working for you? Uh yeah, so um I am on medications. Okay. Um so I okay. take 
uh, Lyrica and Cymbalta. Right. Um, so the combination of that. Um, I also do take, you know, painkillers um, depending on the days, like how I'm feeling. Yes. Because sometimes I just have to like really push myself through, um, you know, uh, at sometimes, but sometimes, you know, I just learn to like, uh, g- give my um, body a rest and just take a lot of um, you know naps in between yeah uh, to help myself yeah I also do meditation as well I think that really helps me to um, you know help really helps me with the pain I guess with meditation and staying um, positive yeah um, yeah and um, I guess what I've learned is to deal with like, I think my triggers you know like what kind of things trigger me yeah um, and in terms yeah. of diet, like I've definitely started eating much more healthier than I used to as well. Yeah. Um, that's really important. And I guess looking after your, uh, you know, your sleeping habits as well, um, mm-hmm. like learning to get really good sleep. Yeah. So for massages um and also do some acupuncture sometimes as well right do you ha- do you find that helps with your migraines uh so with the migraines yeah it's a, it's a really up and down thing for me right yeah but you know meditation is um like really good good for good for me i find that really okay. like yeah stre- it helps me you know be calm and less stressed yeah, because um, stress uh, is also one of the main triggers for, um, you know, fibromyalgia to flare up. Yeah, um, of course. I think so. Definitely being in, you know, being in a calm state of mind that really sort of helps with all that, uh, you know, having that uh, control yes. over control over your, I guess, mind and body. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I Great. guess a combination of, you know, things that. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But it sounds like you've got it sort of more under control and you're managing it well, which is great because, you know, so many people, again, they get a diagnosis. It's kind of not sort of a well-known illness that they kind of think, where do I begin? Where do I start to even target this? That They they have the positive mindset that they want to obviously reach a better better sense of wellness and feel better in themselves. But there's just that sort of almost that lack of support at first because you face so long going undiagnosed you're not really yeah. sure about the disease and the illness and you have to take time don't you to try lots of different things and do your yeah. own research yeah because yeah, for me I mean uh, you know I've, I've of course figured this out over a period of time mm-hmm. um, and it's yeah. really four, four or five years now so I guess you know it, it took me quite some time to learn about certain things like what would trigger and what would add more, you know, problem to, um, yeah, to the pain. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, I guess that all comes with time and I guess understanding like your body and, um, um, I think doing also some research and being part of some, you know, chronic illness, um, groups that sort yes. of helps you as well. Yeah. Cause you learn quite a bit from different people taking different things, trying different things. Yeah. Um, yeah, and um, you know, I guess uh, listening to like, I guess um, like self help uh, and self improvement yes. like podcast or just positivity, surrounding yourself with a lot of um, you know, support that that's really important. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I totally like agree. System. Yeah, because yeah, um, for me, like you know, uh, I was really lucky. I would say because um, 
you know, I had my, I did have my family and my friends and, um, you know, they're very supportive. Um, and they're always there to sort of, you know, help me out with if I have any trouble. Um, and always were there throughout this whole journey. So, yeah, it's always nice to have um, that kind of support system. Right. Perfect. And like, I mean, like you seem like you've got it all covered, which is which is amazing. But obviously, with any chronic illness, there comes struggles in life and um, just, you know, balancing work and social life and just balancing yeah. life in general. How do you find mm-hmm. balance in your own life? Uh, yeah, so I think uh, definitely at the start, it wasn't uh, easy for me at all. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, I definitely struggled um, accepting it, I guess, because I was a person that was very active and, you know, outgoing. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I would be out at probably every event, <laughs> well, um, uh, you know, because I did love going out with friends and family and I was a, a social butterfly but um, yeah I, yeah but having uh, you know this illness it definitely um you know you're not able to do as much as uh you you possibly could um before the illness right so um you know you just have to come in terms with you know i guess your health definitely comes first so yes. you need to firstly like you know look after your health and what your body is capable of because you know you can't expect the, the same um as you know you had back in the back in your days so um yeah I guess uh yeah it just comes down to uh you know seeing what you're comfortable with and even with events um you know I try to really um you know not do too many things at once or having you know one or two events maybe maximum in a week yes and um yeah like not over planning things and uh you know I guess the main thing is to be to have a really open communication with your family and your yes. friends and um, okay. you know that yeah. yeah so sort of trying to make them understand cuz um um you know having an invisible illness um it's it's not easy for people to understand of course um, yeah yeah unless you're I guess you're living with them like my family would you know completely get where I'm coming from mm-hmm. but um, you know, sometimes even your, you know, friends could misunderstand you because, um, you know, you completely look fine on the outside, but, uh, you know, you're not able to explain like what you have Yes. Um, and the pain that you're going through because it's not something you can see. Um, no. It's not like an injury or, you know, you don't have a cast over your legs or your arms. Yeah. So it's not, a, you know, it's not a physical thing that people can see and think, oh, okay, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, it comes down to like trying to make as much um, as many people aware about your illness and just being open Mm -hmm. about it and not being, um, I think, ashamed of what you have. And, um, you know, just trying to be, yeah, just open communication, I think. Yeah. And I think that's so key because I think also I know that we've just been speaking about being open with other people, but sometimes we have to be sort of realistic with ourselves as well, because you're probably like me you think you can do more than what you can really do and yeah, you sort of yeah. over plan or you push through and then you pay the price yeah. for it afterwards yes and yes, you re- it, it, it really <laughs> takes great strength doesn't it to have to sit back and think no I can't do this today no I can't yeah, go out today yeah. and it, it breaks your heart because we're so used to being so active and doing so much that it you know we it really find it difficult to have to scale it back 
and for other people yeah when maybe we have to try uh, cancel or travel plans have to be you know stopped or moved to a different day because our symptoms are unpredictable people don't really understand yeah, that yeah. because they just think yeah well you're fine yesterday so what's wrong today? yeah exactly um, that's exactly true yeah and it's so hard to explain it isn't it yeah I mean um, I think you know over a period of time like it takes people I guess to uh, to get used to it yeah and uh, yeah so I guess um, you know not uh, not being able to see that's the you know biggest thing for people like not understanding yeah uh, and you can explain so much but you know sometimes even then people still don't um, you know get you and uh, exactly what you said like you know sometimes I could be at a party the day before yes and uh, you know they they would think oh wow you're completely fine you know yeah <laughs> And uh, you rock up next day or you end up cancelling and, you know, people don't get, oh, okay, what happened in one day or less than a couple of hours or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah. It's, it, it is very, very difficult. And um, when they sort of question you and say, well, you were fine yesterday, I think you doubt yeah. yourself and you question yourself as well. So, again, we have to think, no, yeah. I really am not feeling great today. And I've got yeah, you've got to stick yeah. to it. Don't let sort of that mindset change. Yeah. But yeah. have you felt you that... have to be strong? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> a quick oh, sorry. There. <laughs> But I was just going to say, have you felt that um, your support system has become a lot tighter, or have you felt like you've lost friends, lost family members because they didn't understand, or do you feel like you've it's brought you closer together? Um, I think. Uh definitely brought me you know um closer together i mean yes. i have lost a few i would say but you okay. know i guess the closest ones yeah um you know they're still there and they're you know understanding and um they really know like what i'm going through and they're really supportive yeah um but you know i guess your real friends um you know will always be there for you i guess no matter what and um you know i've got amazing two sisters and my mom and dad who are really supportive of my, um, you know, condition, and yeah. they're always there for me. Yeah. And um, even my, you know, um, family, like uh, across the world, they're always very supportive. Like when I was going through this whole thing, they would, um, you know, always be calling me, calling to check up on me and all that. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. So I've I've been like, you know, I must say I've been very lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, to have such amazing, like, you know, friends, family. I mean, I might have lost one or two, but you know, that's um, yeah, that's that, that just reality yeah. of yeah, that's just reality of life, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, have you faced any sort of harsh judgments when it's come to your illness? That I people forget that you know words take a second to say, but can eat away at you for a lifetime. And is there anything that you yeah. faced that has still maybe to this day eats away at you and, and really sort of keeps you down on those down days yeah well the thing is um you know I think um uh I I must say that you know there were a few people that used to not really believe um my condition and they would question my um my sickness right um because the thing was you know uh of course when I was feeling better or uh you know even not on my so good days like if I um, you know, recorded some videos and I would put um, 
of me, you know, dancing or wow, yeah. doing some sort of, you know, going out or whatever it may be, like doing some things that were social. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess they just couldn't understand, like, how you are sick, how you are sick and you're, you know, able to do all that. And, um, yeah, you know, um, yeah. So I guess they would just question like, oh, okay, you're, you say you're sick, but you're able to do all this stuff. Yeah. And yeah. So, you know, it's not like I'm sick 24 hours. Yeah. Um, I do have my good days and even when I'm, you know, yeah, even when I'm not having such a good day, I can still do some, some things, um, But, uh, you know, it's not in, I guess, you know, people don't understand it from their perspective or, um, you know, not having enough awareness, yeah. I guess. Or some people are just ignorant and, yeah. you know, they don't, yeah. <laughs> they don't choose to understand, I guess. Yeah. And I think it's, um, it's difficult yeah. as well because, like we were saying, we're so used to being so active and so proactive in every sense, you know, of life that, we don't want yeah. to stop that. So when we do have our good days, we want to be able to do things that we enjoy and that we thrive on because that just kind of gives us our focus back in life. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So people, people yeah, have to that. understand that we've, we we want, still want to live. It's not that we've got a chronic illness and we just want to lay in bed all day. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so, yeah, so that's, that's the thing. I think, um, you know, more... And more people, um, you know, just need to keep an open mind yeah. and open heart. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, it's not always like what you what you see is true. Like, you know, there's people, you know, going with, uh, you know, so many things in life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's true. Of course. You know? Yeah. So I think, yeah. And I mean, have you felt that you've lost quite a few like hobbies and skills that you used to do a lot of because of your illness? Have you found new skills? Maybe how have you found all that? Um. Yeah. So, um, when I was active, I used to love going to do some runs. Yeah. Um. I used to take part in like those mar- not mar- I wouldn't say marathon. Like some would be like five k, uh, or like there would be you know, 14K runs and wow. those sort of things. Like more of sporty, you know, yeah. sporty activities. Or some would be like, um, you know, those challenges that you do. Yes. Um, so I used to actually love doing those. So I, I kind of have, um, you know, not been able to really do that. Yes. But um, the thing is, like, you know, I still love uh, dancing and I always used to love dancing. So I think I do that even if it's like, you know, a less amount of time I still try and you know do more of that yeah yeah that's something um I think I've picked up again because I know that um you know used to dance a lot back in the day and um I had sort of stopped um but then I think uh, since then I've you know anytime I get a little time I get here and there I try and squeeze in um, yeah dancing yeah Yeah. that's really great that is so good that Again, you're not allowing that hobby and that passion to just fall or fall away because some people can just think can be quite close minded when they sort of become poorly. They just think, no, I can't do this anymore. I can't do that. And they kind of just discount everything without even trying or exploring new hobbies. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think the other thing is, um, you know, I've become more um you know passionate about I think helping people and yeah like I've always wanted to help people and you know do volunteering work and 
Um, like I always wanted to help people and that was, that had always been my passion. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think now I sort of, you know, because I have this chronic illness, so I sort of know what areas I want to like, you know, in the future, um, you know, look into. So like, I love the whole, you know, mental illness and also the chronic illness. Yeah. Um, uh, this whole field and, you know, and, um, I did actually a couple of years back, I did open like a. Uh, happy mindset um page on instagram and facebook um yeah so i created that so that you know there was a community to spread um positivity and you know awareness about mental health chronic illness and also just just a space for people to connect to in a you know like connecting with like-minded souls and just uh spreading positivity i guess yeah yeah um so that's something I really enjoy doing as well Definitely. And, on the side. And I know we've spoken quite a bit about mindset and we, we touched on stress before being one of the reasons why we can flare up our symptoms. Do you do any mm-hmm. mindful mm-hmm. activities that help? Um. So the thing is for me, um, you know, I love listening to like mantras. Yeah. Um, so I listen to like a few ones on YouTube. Like uh, most of them are like OM all mantras okay um, and also you know meditation the relaxing meditation Mm -hmm. music um and yoga and um also trying to be um you know mindful and present that's what i've really learned yes um to really stay you know whatever i'm doing i try to be very present it could be anything you know eating to like um you know walking to when i'm out in an event like um, you know, I just don't let my thoughts, you know, get the better of better course. of me. So just really, yeah, just trying to be mindful and present. Um, like most of my time, that's what I try to do. Yeah, that that's really great because I know that mindful coloring helps me so much with my anxiety and just sort of pain management as, as well because you get lost in what you're doing. And I know a lot of people, yeah. you know, they take up new hobbies. Maybe it's cooking, baking just to get away from that stress and deal with their anxiety because it is so difficult but it can be a massive trigger yeah yeah I think that's one of the biggest triggers yeah uh, you know before um when I was sick like I think I could handle a lot of stress Mm -hmm. but now like you know little little stress it just really adds on and um just makes it more difficult like the pain and everything um gets you know worse yeah um yeah so I just try to do things that are very like you know does not give me any stress yeah um and uh, I must say like one thing I actually love doing now is um um like I don't know if you've heard of TikTok yeah um but oh have you okay (laughs) so I I've actually joined that uh it's been about a year or so and uh, yeah something about TikTok I just really love it's just um makes me really happy being in that uh space like it's an app and you know you can do a lot of silly things yes. and dance yeah oh wow <laughs> so that's actually one of, my, one of my you know one of the little things I do yeah yeah just a lot yeah. of fun a lot of fun and I think like you said mm-hmm. it, it's kind of you can express yourself and you refine your personality because when you come down with a chronic illness you kind of you feel like it's all take 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 and you feel like you're losing a yeah. part of you yeah. So like you're saying, when yeah, you find something yeah. like that, where you feel like you sort of regain yourself and you find who you really are and what you enjoy again, it kind of gives you that buzz that you've missed for so many years. Yes, yes, yeah. It, it just makes you like, you know, you feel really happy. Yeah. And, um, 
you know it just yeah it makes your day yeah <laughs> definitely for me it does definitely definitely yeah. so is there any sort of advice you'd give to people when it comes to I don't know like pain management balance in life whether it's sort of writing a diary or tracking their pain on a pain chart or maybe taking up a new hobby is there any sort of key advice you'd like to give yeah sure so um what I would uh you know suggest is like I guess first when you get do get diagnosed um to I guess um you know have a lot of patience yes um in yourself Mm -hmm. um I know because it's a difficult time for you and your family um you know and for your loved ones but um I think you just have to you know get that strength back yeah um because I think you know by being positive and seeing the you know even though like you may think you're losing a lot um you know in your life Mm -hmm. however but there's always ways to give back and that's that's what I've found that you know even if you do have chronic illness like always uh you know believe in yourself and that you know there's always something you can offer to the world definitely Um, and you know you can always add value don't think that just because sometimes you know some people are not able to work or yeah not able to do anything but I think you know each of us has that unique gift that we can give back um and to you know stay positive I definitely agree and um and I think you know for me um yoga meditation uh, especially meditation has played a big you know role in my life yeah in general and um you know um even if you didn't have chronic illness or you do um you know it just really helps to like settle your mind mm-hmm. uh gives you gives the uh, you know gives clarity to your thoughts yes just helps you with, with uh being positive and uh just tackling you know everyday day-to-day life definitely uh yeah so i and i think you know being by being positive and uh seeing you know world in a different light mm-hmm. you're you can also better manage your pain definitely definitely I totally agree with that and I know a lot of people feel that maybe they've lost a lot of support when they sort of begin battling a chronic illness but they've got to understand that the online community is massive and they aren't alone yes yes and I know it takes great bravery to sort of speak up and really engage with people and be open about their symptoms but I think when you do that what comes back and the support that you get back just really kind of soothes your soul a little bit that you aren't alone and I think that's great because other people will share the fact that they can relate to you or they're going through the same yeah. thing and even if they're halfway across the world just having someone that yeah you can message in the morning and be like yes I'm going through this <laughs> like what we are doing yeah, right exactly. now <laughs> yeah yeah like, it's just great. great yeah and I think yeah although sometimes we get upset that maybe we've lost a friend that lived five minutes down the road from us it doesn't yeah, mean that yeah. there isn't that support or that friendship that can be made with other people across the whole world. Yeah. And it, I think it really yeah, opens yeah. your eyes to that and makes you kind of push outside your comfort zone and speak to more yeah, people definitely. and be open to more friendships. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think, um, you know, with this whole, my whole journey, I've definitely learned to be more open about my feelings yes. and uh, my thoughts and just you know like um, I think that really helps you connect to people in a deeper level totally agree um, yeah and I guess you know you're like I guess the whole human connection is all about you know relating to mm-hmm. one another and what you go through so I guess you know everyone is suffering one way or the other so 
you know, no one has it uh, better. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So I think we, you know, we, I think you are able to connect with people in a different, uh, yeah, different uh, level. Yeah, perfect. And I, I totally agree. And thank you so, so much for being a guest today, Sandy, because you've been amazing and you've offered so much advice, but you've also been very, very positive about your illness. And I think the way that you're dealing with everything is is very, very admirable and you should be very, very proud of yourself. Oh, thank you so much, Sophie. It's, um, you know, it's been such an amazing experience connecting with you. Yeah, I've loved and, it. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, thank you so much. And, yeah, we'll definitely uh, keep in touch. Definitely. So thank you so much. You've been an absolute delight. And it's been an honor to have you on the show. And we will catch up very, very soon. No worries. Thank you so thank much, you. Sophie. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.